Say hot dog podcast word. Yeah. When you taste that nitrate power, you're in the dog zone for an hour. Come on. You know the number. Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900 Hot Dog, America's only website. We're the last one. It finally happened. Just us. Uh, hey, remember when the internet was fun? Me neither. But what we're doing is good. Uh, we employ the best, <laughs> most brilliant humans to write long-form comedy about obscure, cursed media. It's, you might recognize it, the thing all major websites decided made no money. Uh, we're doing that. Come support us. Uh, patreon.com slash 1900hotdog out of spite for them if nothing else uh, we, we do take spite money it spends real nice uh, I'm a lonely only child Robert Brockway and with me is my ridiculous imaginary friend he's 7 feet tall he knows Muay Thai he's got a pink mohawk there's no way he's real it's Sean Baby I'm Sean Baby with Sean Baby Fact the hit animated show Hammerman was based on me <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that guy doesn't exist. I made that guy up. I made that guy up to uh, protect me against bullies like uh, Jonathan Brandis made up Chuck Norris that one time. Uh, he's exactly as fictitious as Chuck Norris. Uh, and anyway, here's our guest uh, who will pretend to hear Sean Baby uh, in an effort to bring me back to reality. It's Alex Schmidt. Y- yes, whatever your imaginary friend said. Yes. It's not going to work, Schmidt. Me playing I'm never coming back. Time. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's so good to be here, guys. Thank you. This yeah, we, thanks for coming are, on. I think I can say we are taping this on the date of publishing a roundup of my columns from the year, and they mm-hmm. had me feeling really grateful about the whole year and and prior times too of getting to be part of this wonderful, wonderful website that you two make and with others as well. I'm a small part and really glad to be. It's great. Me too. It was thank great, you. and thank you for doing. And it. you're welcome. I'm, I'm, I had a blast going through um, everybody's articles. And just finding all your best ones that weren't already free. That was the criteria. And thank you. Like, it's such a treat. Like, I know it might sound like kind of joking about remember when the internet was fun. But for real, though, this is the website that is still fun. Like, this is the website that makes things that I want to read. And it's kind of the one. You know what I mean? Like, that's wild. Nobody's doing it. It's cool. It's crazy we gave up on that business model of uh, stuff you want to read. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get started today uh what do you want to plug Shmini? where can people find you yeah i uh i have been TikToking most days and also posting it to instagram reels and sometimes making a video for reels and then to TikTok. i go all over the place but it's been a lot of fun to make short videos mainly of things that we do on the podcast secretly incredibly fascinating but a new video of me sharing it in a new way and with some visuals and i'm finding that really fun to do so at Alex Schmitty on TikTok and also at SifPod. And then also my co-host Katie Golden is at Katie Golden, that's G-O-L-D-I-N on TikTok and doing her own amazing stuff, in particular the animal sound game from her show Creature Feature. So if you use that app at all, check us out. Brockway and I are five for five on that uh, animal noise. Like you play us a, a bird's mating call and each of us are just, we just jump right on it. We know it all. <laughs> 
Uh, Only mating true. calls, though. Yeah. I right. don't ask why. I'm just <laughs> really into it. If, if you learn other calls, feelings will get involved, right? So then then no good. You'll get attached <laughs> to the true. bird. We're, we, we're just casual bird sex guys. <laughs> Hit it and quit it. Uh, That's what we do with on- ostriches, <laughs> emus. Follow uh, us on TikTok uh, at Casual Bird Sex Guys uh, for all your <laughs> listen to our very problematic website and podcast. Uh, no, this is the time of year where we're once again reminded to do TikTok, and once again, uh, most likely refuse. Uh, sure, yeah. we'll start a TikTok. Why not? Yeah. That's future Robert's problem. <laughs> yeah, and like if if I was not on this show, I would be talking about. The website 1900 hot dog too so i, I just figure everybody does i'm plugging other stuff but it's a it's a fun app there's a lot going on and uh i don't know it, it's been fun to mm-hmm. just go ahead and make that and and have fun with it i'm sure I, I i have like a four hour window uh at night when everybody's asleep and that's when i work and literally any second i try to do anything outside of that four hour window i get interrupted so the idea of me like sitting down and like hey let's make a fucking tiktok video it has to be one second oh, long, yeah. or it's going to get interrupted. What if that's the point, though? What if it's I try to talk about something before my my child karate kicks me in the side of the head? <laughs> that would, I guess, that people would like that. That's pretty fun. I would love that. That would be my favorite channel. If you tried to tell me about like some interesting piece of pop culture, and then right as you started to like get into it, a, a toddler just karate kicked you in the neck, and you had to like abruptly cut the video off. I'd watch that video every time. <laughs> okay I thought I it was a good they, excuse but now I guess uh, I have to fucking do it somebody's there, there could to. also be a genre where your small angelic child has finally dozed off to sleep and then you mm-hmm. start taping a video with a good morning Vietnam style <laughs> performance at the top of yeah. it waking them up and shattering the quiet of the home <laughs> and we count how many TikToks that's the name of the, the name of the account is how many TikToks until I get divorced <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I like it. It's a great pitch. Let's make it happen. All right. Speaking of uh, things that are never going to happen, uh, today <laughs> we we will be creating a tulpa. Uh, do you guys know what a tulpa is? Yes. I maybe is that is that some kind of folklore being? Uh, give me your best guess. I love it when you don't know. Just give me a guess. What is it? <laughs> it's because it's. Is it sort of like a golem where you're infusing life into a being that you made? But it's not, but it's not Frankenstein's story where you're chopping up human body parts. You're, you're making it out of like raw materials from the earth. Uh, that's, that's close. That is really close. That's you better than how I would have explained it. Yeah. Alex's best think- guess is way better, uh, communicated than something I think, uh, I've read a, an entire book on. Cause we, I, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I did spring a WikiHow page yeah. uh, on you guys once about tulpas. Uh, that was uh, oh, that was, that was problematic. That's I think probably that's, where uh, I learned about it. Wow. No, no, it, it was like it would be on like a I think it was a bonus episode or something. I don't think it was on the site uh, because I was saving it. I was saving it for today, which is what we're doing today. We'll be reading from the Tulpa Creation Guide: How to Create a Sentient Tulpa Using the Power of Your Mind by Emily Steinbach. Uh, published in 2014. <laughs> All right. Uh, some stuff to clear up right at the start. Alex, um, I don't think my wife will let me uh, bang this creature. So I think we should uh, build this for combat and friendship, not for sex. 
yeah, we're all, we're all, you know, we're on the same in, page in there. Relationships. And I don't think we should uh, pursue that. Yeah. I agree. And, and, uh, you and your partner, you have rules on, on ec- extramarital, tol- extramarital tulpa, tulpa ing. Rockway, what's the term? Uh, you have the book in front of you. Uh, tulpa fucking? Tulpa. I think it's just, just oh. straight, it's a straight tulpa fucking. Yeah, it's extra maritulpa. Right, that's easy. Extra maritulpa. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, um, but anyway, not allowed. And you're right, combat friendship. I'm trying to think of other, like, still charisma. You still want it to hit it off with other people. So, all those Well, there's, there's three of us, so we need a scrounger, we need a bruiser, we mm-hmm. need a wild card, and we need uh, a tactical leader. So, uh, <laughs> we, right, we need I four people. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like the Tulpa has to be one of these roles. I vote tactical <laughs> leader and the rest of us fight for wild card. That's cool, yeah. And uh, then just extra Tulpas if we need a scrounger or a bruiser, yeah. yeah. I think you guys are overthinking this. I think you're overthinking <laughs> a little bit. I think it's just Ghostbuster blowjob rules. Right. Okay. Like, so we're back to sex already. We, so we were- yeah, we are. We have these rules in play. I'm assuming you have all, of course, discussed this with your partners, probably first date. What counts as cheating, and uh, is it ghosts? Because no, it's not. It doesn't count as cheating if they're dead. I mean, if they're physically, right. it, it every does, if relationship has its own rules. Um, but yeah, that's ge- that's the general rule that that you're allowed to bang a ghost. You at least you put your hand with through them. Then. Sure. Uh, you can put your hand through them, but not in them. Is the rule, the old rule, of, the old <laughs> yeah. rule of thumb. Uh, all right, it's good that you're thinking uh, along these lines. This is this is going to pay off for you. Uh, first, let's get a, a disclaimer. There is a warning at the start of this book. Uh, Emily Steinbach, our author, writes: Every precaution has been taken to verify the accuracy of the information contained herein, but the author assumes no responsibility for any errors or omissions. No liability is assumed for damages that may result from the use of the information contained within. Uh, so Man. this implies that there have been Tulpa lawsuits. She's protecting herself from yes. one of the many Tulpa lawsuits. One of the many. One of like this is her jackass style warning where kids at home kept making Tulpas, getting out of control with it. Somebody gets hurt, and then you know, next thing you know, you're you're in court being represented by a Tulpa. That's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> right, it goes up to the United States Court of Tulpeels, and then you have to <laughs> deal with it there. I'm probably yeah, just yeah. going to hunt for these the whole show, but we'll see. Bring yeah, that energy. <laughs> Love that energy. It's exactly the level of respect and effort this book deserves. Cool. <laughs> All right, let me read you the intro. So you're considering making a tulpa. Perhaps you've heard about this rapidly emerging age-old phenomenon. Oh, yeah, it's sweeping the nation. Uh, I've got good news for you. You've stumbled across the number one resource available on tulpas. By the end of this book, you're going to have a lifelong companion that you'll be able to talk to, share memories with, and even physically see, feel, hear, taste, if you'd like, and touch. Uh, Okay, it's heavily implied by that touch. That's the the G-rated version. I think it's more heavily implied by taste, comma. That's a good like. point. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm uh, tasting my topa, that is a real sexual escalation. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say, sound crazy? It sort of is. 
<laughs> I'm willing okay. to bet you never even imagined such a phenomenon was possible, but don't worry. Having a tulpa is 100% safe. I, I am worried because uh, if it disclaimer. was, we would not need the disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I think we've already found a hole in the logic of the woman creating a being whole cloth yeah. from yes. her, her own horny energy. I, I love when these kooks are all so diligent mm-hmm. about the rules and practices and legal situations. Like, I, like You will love this book. Oh, my God. It, okay, it implies like a, like a like a sophisticated liar that they're like, they've kind of actually put themselves in a world where what this dumb bullshit is true. And they're like, well, what would that look like? I guess you'd have to protect yourself legally from like tulpa attacks or, uh, you know, <laughs> right. tulpa chlamydia, whatever, whatever, whatever it gives you. So, yeah, I, I like that. I like that the it helps sell the lie a little better. Clemitopo. Thank you. Anyway, go on. There you go. <laughs> I was looking for it, too. I couldn't find it. <laughs> you got it. The, you, the respect. The respect it deserves. Uh, Emily goes on to say, let's be honest here. This is huge. This is probably one of the <laughs> biggest things you can possibly do. It's incredible and relatively I mean, unheard of. Military uh, applications alone. Like, like you could just make a a platoon in your brain. Friendship, the mental health that could come from everyone being able to just make a best friend. Never be lonely again. She says, heck, it seems too good to be true. Believe me when I say this, all of us were skeptical. I was especially skeptical. Yet I pushed through it all, created two tulpas, and wrote this book for you. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Two tulpas. Two. Understand this. No matter how crazy all of this sounds, tulpas are absolutely real, and you will definitely have one by the time you finish this book. That's it. So it's a guarantee. By the end of this podcast, you will have a tulpa. What is the square footage of her apartment that she can just make two tulpas? <laughs> She's got to be got to be living on a ranch. I mean, they got to chip in, right? Yeah. Like his roommate scenario, you're freeloading. T- I'm not going to imagine. A freeloading tulpa. I'm going to imagine one with a good work ethic. Okay. You know when what it is? When two tulpas touch, do they merge to form one tulpa or do they bounce off each other? Uh, believe it or not, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the title of chapter uh, one is just that entire question. And then, <laughs> and then they get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Emily goes on to say uh, they're absolutely real, but only if you believe in your tulpa. This is both true now before you create your tulpa and mm-hmm. while you're having trouble during the creation process when things take longer than you feel they should. Remember that creating mm. a tulpa is all about tricking the mind. You can't trick your mind into thinking something's real when you're constantly doubting its existence. Huh? Smart, huh? Plus, okay. it'll likely hurt your tulpa's feelings when they find out you don't believe in them. I feel like okay. we just entered a vortex of logic that we'll never escape from. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a ripoff of Tinkerbell. I know this stuff from Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. This, this is Tinkerbell's idea. It's not Tulpa's idea. Give it back. Yeah, clap if you believe in Tulpas, but uh, don't give Tulpas the clap. We've established. <laughs> that's, on, that's on the poster. That's the on poster. the guidance counselor's wall in my brain where the Tulpa exists. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she goes. You have to convince yourself the tulpa exists, or the tulpa does not exist. And so, in order for your tulpa to like interact with other people, they would also have to believe it with the the fundamental certainty you do. 
And they will, their feelings will be hurt if you don't believe they exist, but they won't exist uh, if you don't believe that for their feelings. To, I, we're going to be here all day. Uh, okay, she goes on right, to say, right. the truth is, you will be deluding yourself at first. Okay. This is okay. As time goes on, <laughs> I can guarantee your tulpa will become more and more real to you and will eventually reach the point where its existence is flat out undeniable. So Until that point, you must wow. believe that tulpas are real and believe that you will see progress so long as you continue putting forth the effort <laughs> necessary. So it's a choice to be crazy and a deliberate training to go down the road to, with your goal being craziness. It's a, it's really something. You know what? I think, uh, I think that's the podcast because that's, <laughs> so that's exactly a hundred percent what is going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's the entire book. Congratulations on spotting the problem with this, uh, Thank from you. the introductory two paragraphs. <laughs> Not my first metaphysical book. <laughs> uh, my first let's... Tulpa Rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> no, not my first Tulpa Rodeo. <laughs> From the FAQ, what is a Tulpa? A Tulpa is believed by most to be a separate consciousness, not an imaginary friend. Uh, yeah, it's an imaginary friend. Mm -hmm. uh, existing within the same brain as yourself. A uh, Tulpa is able to speak and move on its own without any input from you. A tulpa is not a spirit or a demon and only has as much control or power as you allow it to have. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. So I don't like that. Like, I, huh. it's like, hey, it's its own guy, but like, they are your brain slave. Yes and no. We will get to why uh, making a brain slave is unethical. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> next question is oh, yeah. creating a tulpa dangerous? No. Once again, mm -hmm. creating a tulpa is 100% safe. I'm getting a little uneasy by the repetition of this, mm -hmm. despite that disclaimer. Yeah. Creating a tulpa does not <laughs> cause mental illness, such as schizophrenia or disassociative identity disorder. It's also mm. important to understand that tulpas are not negative in nature and will generally love and accept you and your decisions. Tulpas cannot harm you physically and will not harm you emotionally. Now, I would... I'm not a psychologist. Like, I don't think I would diagnose uh, this woman with anything yet. Uh, but uh, I do feel like it's functionally identical to DID or schizophrenia. If you are 100% convinced there's like a, a an invisible being inside your brain. Like, whether or not you call it yeah. multiple personalities or whatever you want to call it. it's It, it seems like a, a perfect recreation of it, I guess. A facsimile. Of DID. If you carefully yeah. nurture, I don't have a joke. I'm just within your I'm brain. just saying, like this is as close to mental illness as you'll get, whether you're faking it or not. Like at this point, it's the same shit. <laughs> you're still living your life as a crazy person. You're really trying to trick yourself into having <laughs> yes. a mental illness. <laughs> what are the benefits of having a tulpa? Tulpas give you the full benefits of unconditional companionship, along with other abilities such as having direct access to your subconscious and memories. This means they're able to help you make decisions or recall information you have forgotten. This makes problem solving or taking a test a lot easier. Okay. So you devote you gotta, all your life, your, your waking moments, to creating a being that will help you take care of some of the stuff you should have done while you were uh, creating that being. I get I think I get it. I like that they're smarter than you. You imagine someone smarter than you to uh, help you take tests? That's a 
That's a good logic leap. I'm really going to invent a man who is smarter than me and lives in my brain. <laughs> like your teacher's like, what were you thinking in this question? Yeah, I, that was the tulpa did that. I know. I, I know you no said idea. at the start of the semester not to let our tulpas. Because, again, I feel like people yeah. are going to use tulpas in academic situations. The yeah, so, it, so, so they're like, okay, tell yourself you have a tulpa and then keep telling yourself that until you just start to have a tulpa. And the experience of a tulpa will be an additional consciousness that will that you'll just know is not your consciousness, but is talking to your consciousness. This really this really seems like a pyramid scheme of self-talk, and I'm not into it <laughs> one bit. It's a pyramid scheme, but the other members of the pyramid scheme are people you make up in your brain. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And you, you know what? Some of them might be higher on the pyramid than you. <laughs> uh, as evidenced by our next question, possibly the saddest question with this context that ever it has existed in the history of man. Will my tulpa like me? <laughs> Dang. Oh, wow. man. The crushing Rude. loneliness and insecurity. Your first question. Uh, if I make up a guy, he's not going to like me, is he? Probably not. <laughs> I can't make up somebody that likes me. Yeah, artificial <laughs> people generally hate me. <laughs> the relationship between a tulpa and its host is truly a special one. Unlike any relationship you've ever had before, uh, you share a brain and your tulpa will know just about everything you know. No matter what you're like, it's almost guaranteed your tulpa will accept and love you. Bear in mind, they do have their own opinions, so you too may disagree on something, but they're generally tolerant. Uh, so no, it might not like you, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah short answer no long answer not even close <laughs> listen we know the pyramid scheme of self-talk sounds really hard but also it might work out for you poorly so <laughs> <laughs> you might invent a guy that hates you and then you're stuck with a guy that hates you living in your brain that's like the i'm gonna say that's probably the worst place for a guy that hates you to live yeah <laughs> this is see this is the voice of an author who has already sold you the book right mm -hmm. if they hadn't sold you the book yet it would all be sunshine it would all be this is nothing but great you and your tulpa kicking it and and <laughs> then once they sell you the book it's like also many legal disclaimers and they, they might mm -hmm. call you mean names from inside your head <laughs> i it's get the feeling to... that uh a metaphysical author who creates fictional beings doesn't get a lot of pushback on their ideas i bet there's not a lot of peer review on there <laughs> They have so many peers, all tulpas. That's true. I guess in a way those are peers. You won't believe it. They all agree this was a great idea. Uh, next yeah. question. Can I make my tulpa go away? Uh, <laughs> this is telling such a story. This is telling such a story that you created a tulpa that hates you and now you want to get rid of it. Uh, most tulpas are willing to respect your privacy so long as you ask. You can ask them to leave when you're participating in activities such as studying for a test, using the bathroom, or driving. You can get their attention again by asking. <laughs> However, if you mean actually killing your tulpa permanently, then yes, that too is possible. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what? <laughs> We're going to commit tulpa murder. We're going to invent a man and murder him. <laughs> this feels like a... like. Like a Neil Gaiman story would be a tulpa that gets like attempted murdered and like is now un untethered from its tulpa creator. 
I feel like that. I feel like that yeah. actually is. Yeah, like it. Like I can almost name that. Because <laughs> is this like I, I'm really curious if this author is just lifting this all from folklore. I know they're, I'm mm-hmm. sure, changing it a bunch and making it exactly what they want it to be, but. I, like I feel like they're also just stealing an entire story from an entire culture at the same time. They, like uh, they yeah, didn't just write fiction; they were like the Nepalese. Who can I cherry pick? So I think uh, I think they probably I think the the thousand year old Nepalese monks uh, who who helped refine oh. this concept are probably not using them to take tests. So I think or like asking them to leave while they're driving. So yeah, I think they're adapting <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, is there like a way to prove you wow. have a tulpa? Like, is there something a tulpa can do that where you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's a tulpa, obviously. Uh, sort of. Okay. But no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I guess that's what I figured. Uh, you should create a tulpa if you are selfless. A tulpa is far more than just a being inside your head. Uh, they have feelings, emotions, opinions. They mm-hmm. react in a similar way to a person. It's possible for your tulpa to make its negative feelings clear. Your tulpa can and will get upset with you if you give it a reason to. You cannot control its feelings. Your tulpa is not a slave. If you're selfless and your intentions are selfless as well, you'll probably make a good tulpa. If your entire purpose of creating a tulpa is to solely benefit yourself, then don't bother. It's not fair to your tulpa, and it's not worth your time. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> don't be self-centered about maybe the most self-centered approach to having someone right. to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Don't be self-centered. Just double yourself. Just make an extra one of you. I like that by far and away, uh, most of this is warning you that your tulpa is not going to like, you were not going to get along. Yeah. You were, right. Over and over again, we've seen like, they fucking hate you, man. <laughs> what if the book was like, Tulpa's like most people, but if you're the kind of person who bought this book, uh, probably not. Uh, you're, you're tulpa's not like <laughs> everybody except for the type of person that creates a tulpa. They just can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also love the idea of like someone... It's a catch-20 tulpa, you know? You can't Catch-20 can't tulpa. <laughs> I love the idea of someone heeding this advice, like reading the book and saying, oh, I'm kind of a piece of shit. I better not do this. <laughs> I yeah, bought the yeah. book. Like, like it's so I'm obviously a compliment to, to like, oh, if you're a selfless, like super smart, awesome book buyer, like then go ahead and make a tulpa. But like, uh, but if you're a piece of shit and you bought this book, well, thanks for the purchase. <laughs> first of all, uh, don't create a tulpa for further. Uh, don't create a tulpa solely for accessing your memories. Uh, they they can access your memories uh, because <laughs> they're also able to solve logic problems for you more quickly than you can. Uh, It's a great benefit. It can't be the sole purpose of your tulpa's creation. Your tulpa is not a personal calculator and notepad. You guys. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Don't create a tulpa because you want to bring your favorite character to life. Uh, Many people are excited (laughs) because they're they're able to control the base of their tulpa. Uh, So they try to use this opportunity to bring their favorite television or video game character to life. A tulpa is a living, thinking mind. You can't force it to be a certain character or act in a certain way. Trying to force this upon your tulpa can cause the tulpa to experience an identity crisis. I have some bad news. My tulpa is pregnant sonic calculator, and uh, (laughs) I just learned I've done something terrible. Uh, 
God, you're, you're so in tune with this book. We're going to get to all of the all parts of that. All parts of the thing. The crazy thing I just said is in this book. Yeah. Yes. It. I mean, you're on part one of making your character Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever. This book is like, no, no, no. It can't be Sonic the Hedgehog. However, it does end the sentence by saying, that's not to say your Tulpa can't be like another character, but it okay. can't be another character. Okay. So you're Phonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, you're legally right. distinct from Sonic the Hedgehog. Does it really mention Sonic the Hedgehog by name? No, it does okay. not mention Sonic the Hedgehog by name. Okay. Uh, only heavily implied. <laughs> right. Uh, you're creating a Tulpa. Don't create a Tulpa if you're creating a Tulpa for its form. Do not create a Tulpa mm, purely okay. for its form. You cannot force a romantic relationship upon your Tulpa. The amount of time you take creating a sentient tulpa and then imposing it is not worth your time. And of course, think about what your tulpa will feel. How would you feel if you were created solely for pleasing someone else romantically? You would hate it, and so will your tulpa. Uh, that is why I was made, ladies. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was I was waiting who was going to get to it first. You won't believe it? It was Sean. <laughs> Uh, I, I think we're getting a backstory of uh, of why there are so many sections about how your tulpa hates you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, maybe this is memento style, out of order storytelling. Yeah, they they almost haven't said anything good, right? They they've <laughs> right. basically, basically no. only said warnings and dire ways this is going to turn out. Yeah, and all the ways it fucking hates you. And uh, so th- those are I all. I feel like the- I could go for some anecdotes. Like I feel like this is a person with a lot of wisdom. I I want to know why she is saying, "Hey, don't try to fuck your tulpa." Like, what did she do that brought her to this realization? <laughs> well, how did that tulpa fallout happen? Yeah. Now tell exactly. me, tell me the move you made on your tulpa. I think we can piece it together. Uh, those are all of the dire warnings that that have started this book. Uh, which are quite a bit more than you were expecting. So now we're going to get started forming our own tulpa. I'm going to ask that you two uh, cooperate on a tulpa. I think you're a little ahead of me there. Uh, I'm going to read you a step, and you guys will discuss and decide what that means for your tulpa. And then uh, we'll break for the recommended amount of time to, uh, to focus on that. Perfect. To make that true. We'll cut it out of the audio so that it sounds like we never left. Smart. Yeah, not enough podcasts are generating tulpas in the episode, you know? Live, live. We're recording this Monday, (laughs) December 18th. Uh, It is now 8.40 p.m. Uh, We will probably be done with this podcast somewhere around the new year. Uh, So that is how we are spending our holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Including off-air time. Uh, You are now going to get started creating a being. Uh, Step one is called forcing, which I don't like. Yeah, I don't uh, like that at all. <laughs> it's called but that forcing? Is forcing, and that is what they call it mm. when you create a tulpa. Forcing, in a broad sense, is the act of concentrating attention towards your tulpa. Uh, they need plenty of it, especially in the beginning. So we start with a name. Uh, she says that uh, if you've ever been to a car dealership, you may notice that the first thing all salesmen do is find out your name. When you address someone by their name, you subconsciously build trust and a bond with that person. Like the, uh, she's getting that, that pop psychology of, uh, people like their names. That's the <laughs> level we're operating on. Uh, so she says the same exact concept can apply to topomancers like yourself. Uh, here's my first pitch. Whoa. Fuck Master Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm I'm reeling from realizing that Tulpa Mancer is the name of the creator of a Tulpa. Hey. Of course it is. Wow. It's the name of you, Alex. The name of, <laughs> yeah. it's the name of both yeah. of you. You're Tulpa Mancers. <laughs> right now. Uh so let's come up with the name. I believe uh what is it that's on the table? Fuck Master Skywalker. Fuck Master Skywalker. Fuck yeah, Master yeah. Skywalker. Any revisions to that, Schmitty? That's just um, the first draft. You don't, yeah, you don't mess with a perfect name. And I, you know, as a, because uh, <laughs> the forcing, it made me either think of the, uh, something against someone's will or Star Wars. So yeah. I guess this is both, baby. I, I'm glad we're leaning into the Star Wars. That feels better. <laughs> and yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hitchhiker Skywalker. That, Im- that yeah. implies both. Yep, there you go. Uh, final form, the details of your tulpa's form will be ironed out when you begin visualization, but it's good to have a rough idea before you begin. What form do you plan your tulpa to take? Will your tulpa be a human, animal, giant flaming robot with 12 arms? It is up to you! Is that from the book? Yes, that's... A, that's. No, I'm, I said that. I said that, and you're going to have to come over and kick my ass. <laughs> I'm going to make a tulpa to do it. You're going to form it right in your home. Uh, probably not going to yeah. be able to take Fuckmaster Skywalker from the sound of it. <laughs> I think we should have it, like, designed for combat. Uh, like, maybe some extra right. limbs, maybe some spikes, maybe some chainsaws. Like giant, a child robot with 12 arms. Yeah, like a child's idea of a robot. Like a giant flaming robot with 12 arms. Yeah, um, I want it to be able to beat up my memories. So, but we should do that. <laughs> really good idea. <laughs> Uh, I need I need a tulpa that can take fourth grade in a fist fight. So, <laughs> so now we need to decide. Are, are, would that require a precision tool or like a sledgehammer? Like uh, this is a overall sledgehammer. We're not getting into fine details yet. You will have the chance to refine this. Just give okay. me an overall shape. For example, she goes on to say, some people I've worked with have even created tulpas with the form of a rock. Your imagination has okay. no limits. Because I was just about to pitch, like, what if it was just a bomb with a face? Oh, and a okay. giant flopping dong. Oh, all right. A dong. Until well, the last part, I was thinking of that Mario opponent that oh, okay. is like chompy, you know? But you're, yeah, but yeah sure, we can do that too. Yeah. But the chain is a dong. Yeah, chain chomp, yeah. but it's chain tethered, uh, like, like some sort of sexual metaphor. It's tethered and limited by its dong, by its humongous flopping dong. Uh, I love that. It's powerful. Mr. Potato Head style accessories, uh, cowboy hat, little arms. Uh, too much detail. I, I think we're going with uh, chain chomp. Uh, okay. Tethered by tethered by its dong. Okay. Thank you for typing it so we don't forget it. It's locked in. I'm, I'm typing all of this. It's important. Fuckmaster Skywalker, the chain chomp tethered by a dong. Uh, <laughs> this is important like... work we're doing here. <laughs> it's uh, just... Right now, it, it sounds like I'm dominating this uh, brainstorming session. Like, I just don't think if someone said, oh, Alex Schmidt made a tulpa, what is it called? Oh, it's called Fuckmaster Skywalker, and it looks like a bomb with a giant thong. I don't think they're going <laughs> to think that sounds like an Alex Schmidt idea. So I just I want to uh, acknowledge that uh, I, I'm going to take a step back on the next decision making. Let, let Alex get more of his voice in our tulpa. Yeah, I think that's okay, a good yeah. call. <laughs> okay. Uh, Emily I'm goes on like, to say, "This tulpa with glasses now. You know, it's just some real." <laughs> nope, that's going in with glasses. I like it. I do like that. With glasses, a great revision. 
Chain chomp tethered by its dong <laughs> with glasses. Has a, a, a charming intellectual curiosity. <laughs> uh, Emily says, when I was creating my first tulpa, I aimed for a minimum of an hour a day on, on forcing. This may seem like a lot, but it's more manageable if you break it up into sections. 15 minutes, four times a day. That's not too much work. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Got right. it. You got a Pomodoro, your tulpa. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people know that productivity app called Pomodoro. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, uh, so, well, that's a, that's a good spot to break. We're all going to take a break uh, okay. for for an hour to just really just focus sure. on Fuckmaster Skywalker, the chain chomp tethered by its dong with glasses. With glasses. <laughs> all right. And we're back. Uh, wow. I did nothing but think about that. Uh, I, I really feel like I'm, I have a start to this. Uh, I know I'm not necessarily involved with this, but I, I just want to be, I want to see it. You guys can I, interact with it. I want to see it. I did sit-ups because I, I just think if you did it four sessions, 15 minutes sit-ups rather than imagining a tulpa, then your life would be better. Uh, you might have right. abs, but you could have imagined your tulpa has abs. Oh, let's take another hour. Let's uh. All right, let's take another hour. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I just sat there. <laughs> I ate a can of frosting. The opposite of abs. I did and sit tulps, which is where you do sit ups and think about your tulpa. It was great. Um, hey, I did both. Shit, that's genius. <laughs> each time, each time, each time I reached the apex of it, I gave it a, another personality trait. I gave I gave it another necklace like Mr. T, so it's just like weighed down (laughs) with necklaces now. Can we add that to Fuckmaster Skywalker? Like, is it too early for the necklaces? I'll make a note of it. We can revisit it. Uh, All right, we're going to define our tulpa's personality. Method one is to create a list. Uh, This method involves creating a list of twenty to fifty personality traits and then communicating them to your tulpa. Keep it broad, avoid using personality traits that will directly influence their opinions. For example, you can say musical, but you cannot say likes the Beatles. Too much. <laughs> That's how you create an out-of-control tulpa that will attack you. That's why we got those lawsuits. Okay. This this uh, is so much more work than every hobby I have ever tried. Yeah. This is a lot. It's, uh, it's a responsibility. Uh, problematic right-wing leanings. I think we should definitely give our tulpa. Hold on. I'll write that down, but Schmitty is taking the role. Give me some personality traits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also problematic left-wing leanings to get it all. <laughs> and just real balanced. Oh, just an insufferable <laughs> centrist. Um, I think they're like very interested in nature mm-hmm. and no, also nature. bad at identifying nature. Uh, that's a I there's like a that. there's a flaw in the wish. They're like pet, trying to up. pet snakes and like yeah 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 they love nature but have been mauled by grizzly bears in the, <laughs> in the past. <laughs> All right, give me a few, Sean. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Master boomerang, of course. Uh, Dang right. Because uh, if because if they miss, it'll come right back to them. It's a good. It's a perfect weapon for a tulpa. Um, can never, you can never prove a boomerang was thrown. It erases uh, <laughs> its own evidence. I mean, he's a butt guy. Uh, let's just leave that. Let's leave that vague for now. One of those things we can refine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to like 
bog him down with personality. Let's do uh, one more before we break to focus. Okay. Uh, pasta. Right. Into pasta. Pa- oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna revise that and say on the Mediterranean diet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and break and think about. Uh, Fuckmaster Skywalker, the chain chomp with a pendulous tongue that tethers him to Earth, wearing glasses, uh, possibly weighed down by necklaces, one for each sit-up. And he has uh, problematic right-wing leanings, problematic left-wing leanings, loves nature, but uh, is bad at it. Master of the boomerang, kind of a butt guy, and on the Mediterranean diet, maybe for cholesterol. We don't know. All right. Uh, Let's do two hours on this. Okay, sure. Be right back. Yeah, we're back. I'm wow. so fucking tired. This is so hard. Yeah. Whew. It's four in the morning here. Uh, I gotta I'm be honest, I focused way too hard on the butt guy stuff. That was like an hour 59 of my time. Right? It just dominated. I think <laughs> yeah. I think we have to listen to what the Tulpa is saying, and it's mm-hmm. saying, butt guy. <laughs> it's gonna be a real lopsided yeah. Tulpa. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm locking Schmitty out. Was, was it more of a Mediterranean diet guy for you? It was it was a lot of learning about various falafels, and uh, you know mm. that's great. Um, what? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm glad we falafels gave them glasses and- so they can read any book and gain any information. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like I- when you put a sim in front of a bookshelf, they can just do or learn anything. You know, I'm gonna bold falafels and butt stuff. Oh, that's- <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think me and Sean were connecting. Uh, you know, like do. those relate. Yeah, those those fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, team. uh, next is, uh, there's <laughs> another method called- The name of my unsuccessful food stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a name! Uh, right. Unsuccessful because method- <laughs> it needed a brick and mortar. Gotta expand. Gotta go big. Hi, I'm Scotty Pippen for falafel and butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dunk that ass, Pip! That- uh, he, I was a child in that region, and he advertised the worst products when I was a kid. It was nuts. Like, Michael Jordan reinvented advertisements, and Scotty was like, I found a juice box behind an alleyway. Would you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have personal experience. Sean closes every one of our community movie nights with the commercial with, uh, with Scotty Pippenhawks. Just a god-awful six-foot sub. And then he so dunk good. at the end, he... Yeah, he fucking dunks the sandwich, sandwich like it's garbage, and the song goes Chicago's original submarine. <laughs> and Scotty Pippen's well, like, "This right. is one six foot. I can't handle on my own, ladies. Oh, let's God. have a party." Because they're <laughs> ladies, because they're ladies. And then they right, like he, sit he was there. like crisscross Indian style eating sandwiches together, like really bored <laughs> on the court. <laughs> it's a, what a great commercial! I don't know what this has to do with tulpas. I'm just gonna <laughs> no, write down Scotty Pippen Scotty Pippen commercials. That's fucking. Scotty, I, Scotty I'm already Pippen thinking about that anyway. Sandwich tulpa. <laughs> uh, if nothing else, that that's that feels like a good band name. Scotty Pippen sandwich tulpa. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, real quick, method two uh, for developing your tulpa is, is parroting. Uh, it's the act of putting words into your tulpa's mouth. I think that's what we just did. We just made yeah, him say, yeah. like, that. that is the tulpa. It seemed like it came out of left field, didn't it? Like, we didn't, I didn't feel like it came from us. I, I don't even remember doing it. Yeah, that right. was the tulpa. That yeah. was Fuckmaster Skywalker, the chain chomp who was tethered by his dong and wearing glasses. Uh, that's what he had to say. He said, Scotty Pippen sandwich tulpa. 
Yeah, you wanted uh, to talk I, about I, 1990s Chicago land advertisements on local TV. Yeah, that's what that's some Tulpa shit. Classic Tulpa shit. Uh, so now we're going to introduce ourselves. Uh, she gives an example. She says uh, this is how she introduced herself. Uh, Emily introduced herself to her Tulpa, uh, Sarah. She said, "Hello, Sarah. Can you hear me? This is Emily, your host and your friend. Together, we're going to force you into existence." We are going to work together daily to force you. I understand what is necessary to bring us together, and I will do whatever I can to make it happen. No matter how long it takes, we will create you, Sarah. Jesus. Yeah. Why I feel like you're threatening book- somebody with existence. I feel like this book is always in the voice of threats or an attorney. Maybe mm-hmm. because I'm thinking of 1990s Chicago Land local commercials where there were a bunch of attorneys. But, like, it's 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 always like here's the fun of having a tulpa first file a legal brief threatening them with a lawsuit <laughs> like yeah. okay you exist or else yeah <laughs> i like how how much of a punishment existence sounds like which yeah oh, okay fair enough but we don't have to tell the tulpa that while we're creating it it's a real bad way to start i think right uh speaking of let's come up with a better introduction uh how about how about Schmitty? you're you are so lovable and kind, surely you. you can come up with a better introduction than "fuck you exist," uh, which uh, which was in a, hers in a nutshell. Yeah. Okay. Um, hello, fuck Master Skywalker. Welcome to Earth. You are your own tulpa being. You have the right of habeas tulpas, and we're so glad you're here. <laughs> That's beautiful. It See? is so beautiful. Look at that. Uh, that Tulpa will feel welcome. He will sit down in a chair. He will take his shoes off. Perhaps he would yeah. He would ask for some tea. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you don't threaten this being you're about to put inside of your head all of the time, right? It's like picking a fight with your neighbor okay. when you move into a new neighborhood. You know, then you're just going to see him when you bring the trash cans out. You don't want that. Yeah, I think we got where we're doing that. We're doing that memento storytelling. We're like, yeah, I see what, what, what ran wrong with, with you. I see why there were so yeah. many warnings. Uh, there is a warning about how, regardless of what method you choose, your tulpa will likely deviate at some point in the future. They will change themselves without you willing it. This is perfectly normal and will happen to some degree, no matter how well refined they are. So, uh, so you shouldn't be angry about it. Uh, they will become out nothing like you think. This whole exercise is a waste. It's that's already happened wow. because I feel like our tulpa is already mostly Scotty Pippen at this point. He's no longer a chain chomp tethered. Wait, that is what Scotty Pippen is. <gasps> My a chain God. chomp tethered by his own enormous dong. Does he wear glasses now? I'd have to look it up. My God, oh. there he is. I'll bet. And he looks. There was an NBA exactly. glasses fad at one point, too. No joke. So, yeah, I'll, I'll bet he has. <laughs> he has we're, we're, making, we're making this happen. Specs on for anybody who knows that player. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into visualization. Uh, start by picturing the 3D outline of your tulpa. Is it tall or short? Tall. Skinny or fat? Kind of skinny. Kind of a uh, kind of monster proportions. Yeah. Got those classic, those classic like freaky monster proportions. How is their body shape? Monster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> think about an outline until you have one perfectly in your head. Uh, I think we all know Scotty Pippen's outline. Yeah. Uh, we could just add. I truly, we could add the. The dong Absolutely. tethering it to earth, and and I guess the glasses. We can picture that too. Uh, once so you have angular, your tulpa shape, holding a sandwich, <laughs> dunking the sandwich. 
Dunking a, always dunking a sandwich. Hold on, we'll get to that. That's later. That's later. We're, we're jumping ahead. We're just picturing him. Just standing there. Once you tul- have your tulpas shape perfectly visualized, add a bit of color to them. Uh, but before we can do that, we must picture our tulpa naked. Is, that's in the book? Wait. That's in the book. With pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put this out there. This might be me. This might be the tulpa. Uh, is the gigantic dong tethering him to earth the six-foot sandwich? Is that just me? Oh. <laughs> it is now. I can't get it out of my head now. God, this is the danger of making a tulpa. It's like these stray thoughts just stick They to told everything. you it would deviate. Yeah. Right. We're, we're almost coming to that Ghostbusters thing where they just had a stray thought about the Stay, fu- yep. stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. This, and is, that. this is the form of the Destroyer. You're Damn right. It, Alex, yeah. did you just make Scottie Pippen into a Marshmallow Man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Emily goes on to say, there is a myth in the Tulpa community that Tulpas are unable to change their clothes if they are not first visualized naked. <laughs> I wait. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Classic rookie mistake is to imagine a Tulpa with a shirt on. <laughs> then it's just right. always, that's called Winnie the Pooing. He'll never, he'll never have anything but that shirt. <laughs> Uh, well, this myth has been disproven by who? By fucking Tulpa scientists? Yeah, what? Proven. Right. <laughs> it's still a good and safe idea to visualize your Tulpa naked first. Because let's be honest, there's just some times in life where Tulpas have to get naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just telling a whole story. Uh, yeah. I. I was going to suggest that we medica- meditate on our Tulpa's new body here. I think we have that down pretty well. I think uh, right. done. Sure. I think he's We've he's maybe a little marshmallowy. I think he's got uh, a six foot sandwich dong that tethers him to earth. Let's break for an hour and just really think about every detail of that. All right, we're back. Uh, Woo! The best hour of my life, I gotta say. So like the dick has lettuce and tomatoes and stuff, right? Like it's got it's got the works. The works. Yeah. Okay. Banana peppers, pickles. Yeah, whole thing. Spices, Who oils. else is in the mood for capicola, right? Wow. Right? Yeah. Tell you You're what. right. You're right. I know it's Scotty Pippen, but it's an Italian cold cut combo. That's <laughs> that's what it is. Um, all right. Now let's get into the details. Uh, rather than focusing on your tulpa as a whole, I highly recommend working in sections. This is Emily speaking. Uh, this means taking one small section of your tulpa, say, their foot, and visualizing it perfectly from all angles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I knew she had something. Are we, we're like body Just... scanning the tulpa now? Yeah, with special attention to foot. Uh-huh. Right, okay. Suspicious. Suspicious. I'm just uh, saying it's right. suspicious. This lady's like, hey, let's make up a guy. He's naked. <laughs> let's do some foot stuff, just some light foot stuff to start. I, just, I, I think I get uh, it. Working backwards, he's going to hate you. He's going to hate you eventually for what you're doing right now. Uh, let's take an hour to think about feet. And we're back. I thought about nothing but feet. I don't have a foot fetish, but I think I'm I think I'm giving myself one. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to develop this disorder. That's the theme brain. of the Tulpa book, right? Is to give yourself horrible disorders. Yeah. Fetishes. Crippling right. fetishes. I, I would you argue slowly become Quentin Taran Tulpa. That's right. <laughs> God damn it. Everyone's everyone's a slammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone just knocking him out of the park. There's some, there's some poor goddamn Tulpamancer in the parking lot just getting nailed by ball after ball. <laughs> just why do these keep hitting me? Uh, all right, movement. Uh, I think we can skip this section because he is dunking that sandwich. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> sure. That's it. I will say, uh, visualizing she she specifies is finally visualizing them putting on and taking off various sets of clothing. Uh, of course, this step, this last step of them putting on and taking off various sets of clothing, this step will easily take between five and twenty hours of productive forcing. Uh, so, let's break for twenty hours <laughs> to think it. about Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, Fuckmaster Skywalker, the sandwich Tulpadong tethered to the planet. Uh, uh-huh. Five to 20 hours of that guy just taking on outfits. Okay. All right. Guys, I made a terrible mistake. Uh, he's still nude in my head. All I had him do was <laughs> he kept taking off his feet and putting on marshmallows. Just <laughs> foot marshmallow, foot marshmallow. So I don't know if that... To me, I feel like that's the, the main Tulpa now. He's a marshmallow-footed... Uh, Scotty Pippen uh, with the sandwich dog. I'll be honest. I I really drilled down into the sandwich dog. I was just taking instead of clothes, I was taking on taking off and putting on toppings. Okay, like that. I I guess that's what the clothes were for the mm-hmm. dog. Uh, I I tried okay. all sorts of shit. Chocolate syrup. It was weird. It got weird. <laughs> Sriracha mayo. So mine, mine went pretty smoothly, but he did keep shifting into different 1990s Chicago Bulls role players. And so he okay. is currently Bill Wennington in my head and uh, is going to be Ron Harper, I believe, next. So um, fantastic. Just watch out for that. What, when uh, he gets to Tony Kukoc, that's when we got to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> scared of the, scared of the Kukoc. <laughs> If you could turn right, to Craig Hodges, I think Craig Hodges would dominate in the modern NBA. If you remember Craig Hodges, <laughs> sure, was this yeah, guy, oh, yeah. all he did is shoot three-pointers, which was absurd in the 90s. They just put him there because- right, laughable. So you'd have to have one guy like far away from Michael Jordan, because otherwise you just have all five people guarding Michael Jordan. But if Craig Hodges is out there like, God damn it, okay, put a guy near Craig Hodges so he doesn't fucking just shoot three-pointers all the time. But now you watch an NBA game, five guys throwing three-pointers. Craig Hodges would right. be a superstar. Right, they're just growing more Craig Hodges in test tubes back mm-hmm. in the front office. Let's uh, give uh, Scotty Pippen, yeah. Fuckmaster Skywalker, Craig Hodges' hand. Just let, just try it out. <laughs> to Hodges' enchanted three-point sinking hands. Uh, plus two to long shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're on sound. You should now imagine a voice for your tulpa inside of your head, making sure it's very different than your own. If you make a voice for your tulpa that is too similar to your own voice or mind voice... You may have a hard time telling if responses are coming from your tulpa or you. God, Feel or free to Craig exaggerate as much as you like. So, uh, okay. let's give this one to Sean. Sean, give me a voice. Uh, not Shaq. It can't be Shaq. No, I'm not gonna. I was not gonna do Shaq specifically. <laughs> I'm not, not going to do my Shaquille O'Neal voice. Um, <laughs> I'm Craig Hodges. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but specifically the scene in Total Recall where he gets jettisoned out the airlock and his head is slowly exploding. That's exactly what I was going for. Right. Precisely. <laughs> We're on that Tulpa wavelength now, man. We're on Tulpa net. This is, uh, 
And and I know folks are saying that is the thousandth time I've heard the name Craig Hodges in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, right? Every podcast on the scene is doing this. I know. I know. It's what the Tulpa wants, okay? We can't help it. You can't help it if he's basic. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Sean got the last one. So, Schmitty, you're up next for, oh, no, smell and taste. Ah, smell sorry, and taste? Yeah, you. Uh, Emily says you'll want to imagine an overall smell and taste for your tulpa. Smell them. Taste them. What do they smell and taste like? This is up to you. Marshmallow. Uh, wet. Both answers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take an hour to think about wet. Both answers. All right. Okay, so I have just spent an hour thinking about um, eating Scotty Pippen's feet and penis. Uh, both of them very wet, according to Alex Schmidt. <laughs> See, it's back to the sandwich again for me. I think I might just be hungry because it's been 76 hours uh, doing nothing but thinking about Scotty Pippen. I was just thinking about how the bread is soggy. Like maybe it's uh, maybe it's like a like a dip situation, mm. which is a very Chicago thing. I think yeah. that's the Tulpa telling me. That sandwich is dipped. There's there's some jus. <laughs> I love that. Um, I feel like this. It, it seems to be like the point of the book is to just slowly escalate the insanity until you're at a place where we're eating an imaginary Scotty Pippen's penis, right. who's been dipping his sandwich dong in uh, Chicago au jus. <laughs> right, an Italian it's, beef style. This, uh. <laughs> That's what he says. You, ladies, you want to try some Italian beef and then just pull the wop? Like just unspools it like a like a fire hose. It is it's kind of astounding that we've gotten around to one of the primary menu items of the Portillo's restaurants, which yeah, my very first very... hot dog column was about. So that's fun. I really enjoyed it. Oh my god. That. The Tulpa is powerful after all. Tulpanet is real, man. There's a Tulpa connection. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to touch. Picture your tulpa naked again. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Yes, that's done. what it says. Don't picture even need to take an hour. <laughs> Just consider it done. Emily says, picture your tulpa naked again and place your hand on them. Imagine how their skin feels down to every attribute you can think of. Is it rough or soft? Smooth or rigid? Warm or cold? Feel various parts of their body. Feel their muscles and their bones. Feel their ears, okay. eyes, nose, their hair. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I swear to God, all right? I'm not making this next part up. Okay. Imagine them stepping on you, hugging <laughs> you. Or imagine you holding them in the air, feel their weight. After a certain point, you'll want to put clothes back on your tulpa and visualize those as well. Oh, who would God. even reach that point, right? Yeah. Come on. I think we know what that point is. <laughs> I think we know what point means in this scenario. God, this but, uh, is the, the horniest book. Yeah. Imagine them stepping on you is the first fucking thing she yeah. says. I, I mean, she established herself as a foot lady. Uh, no, it's uh, like, yeah, very clearly we know what's happening yeah. here, but uh, it's part of the exercise. Let's take uh, let's uh, let's take let's take a nice casual six hours to to think about sure. Fuckmaster Skywalker, the Scotty Pippen sandwich dong. Uh, stepping on us God, in a sexual I'm manner. I'm so glad we gave him marshmallow feet. It's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> You're right. You, see, <laughs> oh, wow. he was telling you. He knew. He cares for us. Six hours. 
God, I'm so tired. I don't know about you. I'm sitting in a pile of filth here. Just (laughs) it's been like a week doing nothing but this. Uh, I it didn't say to take bathroom breaks, so I have not been. Oh, I just went right on the tulpa. That's oh, is the tulpa like like dissipates it? Oh no no no, quite the opposite. (laughs) Rolls around in it, but it's what it's into, and uh, you know it's not my thing. None of this is my thing, but uh, I'm just trying to make my tulpa happy. Schmitty, by association, this is your thing. Uh, Sean put that <laughs> thing to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm realizing with this whole tulpa process, it is only fun if you do it for fun with other people. And mm-hmm. the book is telling you how to do it by yourself incredibly seriously. So <laughs> I think we're the first people to ever enjoy this book in the whole world. <laughs> no question. <laughs> and this book expects you to take literal months of your life doing yeah. nothing but this yeah uh all right it's time to bring him to life sentience wow. is the next part uh we begin with narration talk to your tulpa about everything going on in your life fucking fuck master skywalker the 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 sandwich donged the sandwich donged king of chicago <laughs> does not need to know about my glaucoma like he doesn't need to he's not interested in this shit no Maybe uh, he could cure it. <laughs> With sandwich piss. Medical sandwich piss, we've decided. Uh, <laughs> Emily goes on to say, many people find reading books to your tulpa or playing strategy games with them are oh, very no. beneficial. She's playing single player wow. board games with her imaginary friend who does foot stuff with her. So how many uh, right. almost sequential uh, of the saddest images in your life has this book conjured up <laughs> and i want to say i want to say at least six of the top <laughs> 10 saddest things i've ever thought about in my life are have happened in this book so far yeah this yeah. is tragic like losing settlers of Catan to this is not <laughs> a good that was it that was the next exercise you've, you've straight you've straight stolen it you've you've tulpamanced it right out from under sean your next, your next ask was to which strategy game are you playing with your tulpa, and do you win? Uh, Settlers of Catan, and no, we don't. We don't. No, we don't. I was no. uh, setting up Gloomhaven. And, yeah, longest road. <laughs> <laughs> I just need another six weeks to set up Gloomhaven, so so our tulpa can, <laughs> can play us in Gloomhaven. And you know how uh, you know how Scotty Pippen, Skywalker, Fuckmaster, Fuckmaster, Skywalker, whatever. Uh, you know how he wins at Settlers of Catan. He slaps the board right down with his giant sandwich cock. That's right. I, he dunks it. Right. There's your longest road, he shouts. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's kind of a dick, but you can't be mad at him with those marshmallow feet built for nope. stepping. <laughs> looks like we're speaking an entirely different language than we were an hour ago. Well, this was an exercise. I, to be fair, this book, in all seriousness... If it works as an exercise in giving or at least routinely simulating a mental illness on yourself, I yeah. think we've gotten to that point it's for sure. amazing how well it works. It works beautifully. Uh, she yeah. does have a quick note here. If the tulpa is trying to communicate with you, you might feel head pressures. Uh, if you felt a bit of pressure in your head so far while you've been forcing, this is why. That does make sense. Mm. In my in my tulpa verse. Uh, Fuckmaster Skywalker, the Scotty Pippen sandwich song, is resting the sandwich song on my head. 
and it's just driving me down into the ground. Yeah. Uh, like like a like a stake, like a camping tent stake. <laughs> I, I think that's how he's communicating. What's he trying to say? Yeah, that's implied uh, in the text, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's trying to say I'm my own man, don't make me step on you anymore. <laughs> I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Uh, you can actually have your tulpa make decisions using head pressures by asking them questions. You could ask them to instruct you that the pressure on the left side of your head is yes and on the right side is no. Oh my god. What? <laughs> <laughs> try to try to direct your headaches into oh, tulpa communication. It's going to take so long to finish this fucking game of Settlers of Catan. <laughs> <laughs> you can only communicate by pressing on your yeah. head with a sandwich tongue. You're like, okay, in context, Fuckmaster Skywalker, what does that mean? <laughs> wait? Is, does that mean wait? Right, yeah. can I trade Left you sheep for wood? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all dong semaphore. Just. <laughs> all right. Uh, she goes on to say emotional responses or sudden waves of emotion that seemingly occur from nowhere might be your tulpa trying to communicate. The first time this happened to me was when I walked to a pet store and saw a nice kitten. I asked my tulpa, Sarah, using head pressure, was that you? It was. I found out later she really loves cats. Who could have guessed? <laughs> she saw a kitten, liked the kitten. The tulpa agrees, yay kittens. That's by, an anecdote. By head pressure. By head pressure, by a, of course. Via a, a, by a, what is clearly an undiagnosed tumor at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Communicated, I like cats. Or like very ordinary sinus headaches, where sometimes it's on one or the other side of your head. Like, like, like maybe you're just allergic to cats. Standard, yeah. <laughs> I would believe this story more if she's like, oh, you don't like cats. You want me to eat the cat. You want me to go into this pet store and eat the cat in front of the people who work here. That let me make this let me understand this perfectly, Tulpa. And then press like, on the front left of my forehead if I'm supposed to eat the cat. I'm telling oh, you eat the bitch. cat. I want you to eat the cat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We forgot about the voice. You're right. <laughs> I'm Sarah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's time to uh, to bring them to life now that we have everything. Uh, it's called imposition, which, again, I don't like the phrase. Yeah, could have been a better word. Uh, at this point, it's normal to wonder if tricking your brain into hallucinating is possible. It is. You must believe. The truth is you hallucinate every day. You just aren't aware you're hallucinating because you naturally assume the hallucinations are real because you don't take the time to question them. Citation needed. Fucking what, Emily? Uh, this is, <laughs> Most of that's the things Emily sees works. aren't real. It's perfectly normal for her to see a cat and decide there's like spiritual warfare over whether or not it's adorable. <laughs> Waging on her forehead. By now, you know that your tulpa is completely real. You put a lot of time into right. creating them. I've given you no reason not to trust me. So I ask again. Trust that this is possible. Uh, it's time to impose. Uh, she says, I recommend starting with sight. Of course, uh, imagine them in front of you, standing with their base form as you did in the first step. They will be faint at first without much detail and hard to see. They will become clear over time. Finally, give them movement. Impose walking, sitting down, jumping. Uh, 
I'm going to put in parentheses, dunking their own enormous sandwich tongue into a basketball hoop of Chicago Jew. Uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to add to this. I love that Chicago Jew somehow stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many chapters about Jardinera, right? How much do we get into that? <laughs> that surprising amount. Uh, eventually it will seem like they're actually there with you whenever you want to be. Uh, when you completed this step, you will know it, Emily says. I personally knew I had completed it when I had imposed my tulpa during a college lecture. She had gotten up out of the chair in front of me, got on the table, and backflip off of it. She then ran out of the classroom and came back in through a window behind me. When I asked her why she did that, she told me that she just wanted to sit closer to me. Apparently, just getting up and turning around was too easy. Silly tulpas. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's I so mean, fucking stupid. <laughs> so now, and I'm also imagining this author like wasting four years of college with tulpa games. You know, that's yeah. wild too. Boy. It's clear she was thinking about this in the lecture. Like you're imagining, right? Your God, your foot stuff tulpa sitting next to you because apparently nobody will. She apparently took out loans next to, you. to imagine a naked woman doing backflips <laughs> through the lecture. Imagine coming home to your parents and being like, what did you learn in college? Well, it wasn't in the classes, but I learned so much. She's here now. Who's here now? What are you talking about? Sarah, reveal yourself. Show them your your true form, your heaving naked bosoms, Sarah. Daddy, do you feel pressure on your head? That's Sarah. Don't ignore her. She means the world to me. She says, I can feel her. Cats are nice. Cats are nice. (laughs) Scanner style head explosion. (laughs) It was too powerful a thought. Uh, Interacting with tulpas. Before you can do something as large as hugging your tulpa, you must start with the little things. Sit next to them and face each other. Feel their breath on your face. Feel the proximity between you two. Feel the vibrations as they talk. Poke them gently. Yeah, I like this. See, this is, I like this kind of escalation. Play a light game of truth or dare. Uh, Offer to maybe watch some pornography together. You know, it's like, kind of just get things moving a little. (laughs) Four laughs. Just because it's funny. You know, they're acting. It's so bad, right? Yeah, Uh, let's play some strip twister. Just see what happens. (laughs) Sometimes you want to spice things tulp, you know? You just want to... <laughs> Perfect. Another home run right to Sarah's fucking dome. Fucking Craig Hodges from 30 feet. Just real quick, I want to add, it would be Strip Settlers of Catan. We have determined this. Uh, poke them gently. Never apply a ton of force to your tulpa, as your hand will pass right through them. <laughs> this is detrimental to your progress as it tells your brain that your imposed tulpa isn't actually real poke them gently and feel the way their skin feels against your fingertip feel the resistance again you must work on the smaller things begin running your fingers all over your tulpa's body feel every inch of their skin run your finger through their hair feel the area behind their ears and between their fingers feel the area underneath their knees the bottom of their feet and the inside of their mouth Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh, so, so, so horny. But remember, it cannot be forced. God, Sarah is, loves it. 
this is like fifth date stuff. Like, yeah, you know, so butt stuff before this. This is really intimate. Yeah, I I mean, I I recently read a very iconic article by Sean about the latest in Diebold, and (laughs) I'm thinking of how Diebold will just vaguely, lightly rewrite a book to be a whole nother book. It it almost feels like this is a intimacy manual, and then they just lazily tried to turn it into a tulpa book at this point. Like, this is... (laughs) So you can't find a partner. Oh my god, somebody should propose this to Diebel. Teach him how to tulpa. Oh, fuck. Because he does like metaphysics. He's always trying to hypnotize himself in the mirror or use telepathy to get girls. Like, he would... But send him this book. Yeah, he would just make a girl, no problem. He would be so mad about the part where you can't make them like you. (laughs) He would immediately be like, well, then they're not going to like me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, let's think about the bottom of... Of Fuckmaster Skywalker, Scotty Pippen, Sandwich Dog's feet, uh, and the inside of his mouth. Let's give that another 20 hours. Oh, at least, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Uh, kind of rough and sandpapery, right? Say, I needed more. more. More hours. Yeah, it was a little underdeveloped. It was sandpapery like a kitten. I think that, that kitten talk got in my head. The last, uh, four four meals, the last four meals I ate were just things I found in Scotty Pippen's mouth. <laughs> what were they? <laughs> Uh, mostly sandwiches, but also sandwiches. Uh, smaller chunks of tulpa, other tulpas that he had defeated. <laughs> so he's already, so we did design him for combat. That's been forgotten along the way, along with how much he's into butt stuff and his problematic political views. I imagine <laughs> all of that comes into play uh, with, with cult tulpa combat. Mm-hmm. Very political. God, he's so, Very political. He's so deep. I love our tulpa. And now for the end game. Possession. Jesus. Before we can get to switching, we must start with possession. Start by giving your tulpa dominant access to the thoughts in your head. Check. What I mean by this is their thoughts should become more powerful than your own. Yeah, already So far, this has been the opposite. Visualize this switch happening in a way that makes sense. Picture your tulpa's voice moving from the back of your brain to your front. Choose whatever works for you. Just make sure your thoughts, just make sure their thoughts are dominant. Way ahead One you. way to make sure you've done this correctly is to ask a question about yourself. Your tulpa should answer. Uh, so, Sean, ask yourself a question. Is my sandwich then... a penis? <laughs> and what is the answer? Yes, and vice versa. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's you. That could be you. <laughs> Schmitty. No. no, it wasn't. Uh, Schmitty, let's dial this. in. Uh, ask yourself a question and have your tulpa answer. If I wanted to change up my glasses, could I day-to-day pull off the specs that Horace Grant wore as the power forward of the Chicago Bulls? And the answer? Of course, yes. Anything is possible. It's beautiful. And then we See, high-five. you said that... <laughs> this, is a, this is a test. We know our Tulpa's voice. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger when his head is exploding. You both failed. It's You're just not quite there yet. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, you can. Yeah, there we go. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Every team could use a second horse, Grant. <laughs> uh, if you've reached the state where your tulpa can move your body without conscious input from yourself, you can now take this a step further. This is called switching. 
Uh, switching will, will result in your tulpa having full control over your body while you yourself take on the form of your tulpa. Which, uh, <laughs> can wow. I say? Uh, sounds like problematic mentally. That sounds like disassociation. But <laughs> I'm looking forward to being Scotty Pippen with a Scotty Pippen with a <laughs> Fuckmaster Skywalker six foot sandwich dong mm-hmm. and marshmallow feet. My feet kind of hurt. I could use that. God, that sounds so soft. Yeah. Every to begin switching, you must first visualize a tulpa-like body of your own. We're way ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will give you a body to use while your tulpa is in control of your body. Uh, your voice should be quieter <laughs> and weaker as your tulpa, as your tulpa will become the dominant figure in your body. Uh, to be fair, Fuckmaster Skywalker would absolutely dom me. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, no questions. Yeah, I guess I wasn't certain that it would be like a switch that we're like doing a full-on, like, uh, 18 again, or Freaky Friday or whatever. Like this With is... your tulpa. Uh, don't worry, uh, to regain control over your body, simply recall every one of the steps you've taken so far, and do them in reverse. Uh, <laughs> you guys remember all those, right? Of course. <laughs> right, I've been leaving a trail of breadcrumbs this entire time, <laughs> just tearing off tiny pieces of bread. <laughs> You know what? I don't believe you, but Emily says that's okay. Don't worry. It's impossible to get stuck in a switch state, so you have no need to worry. If you've managed to switch tul- switch places with your tulpa, congratulations. This is the end goal for most the end goal for most tulpa mancers. <laughs> the end goal is to imagine some lady that likes cats jump into her body. While she pilots yours, and then nothing else. (laughs) The end goal is to stop existing, is to step outside of existence, and just give your life to somebody else. (laughs) That's that's the end goal of anybody who bought this book. This could have been, like, this is so make-believe, it could have been anything. And it's just, I, I just feel like, when you think, sit there and imagine, like, powers you could have, whether you could, like, shoot lasers from your eyes or control time and this lady's just like what if i was just a different lady nearby (laughs) whose name was something exotic like sarah sarah who didn't quite exist only one person knows about her it's like it's just (laughs) it's so close to just kind of going to bed and never waking up you know, it's it, just, it really is. Except like much sadder, much sadder than I'm trying to make it sound. Uh, no, I, cause I, it's an upcoming column, but I read a book about crystal skull stuff and mm-hmm. rapidly realized that the authors are not fun or creative. So right. you think it's going to be crystal skull, big swings, and then it's just not, they're just not having any fun somehow with the, mm-hmm. the thing that should only be fun. It's, I think, I think a lot of kooks are this way. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal Sculpa? Is that is that one? Uh, <laughs> Did it hit it, Schmitty? It's okay. Yeah, yeah that, that works for me, yeah. It's an in the park. All right, it's an in the park. Uh, yeah, this is the saddest book. Uh, it yeah. is It is taking approximately four months out of your life, giving yourself just an absolute mental illness in order to uh, go to sleep and never wake up. And I feel like us, as yeah. Tulpa amateurs, I feel like we nailed it. Like, I'm having a really nice time. I think our Tulpa rules... Um, yeah, this was a great way to spend five and a half months, you know? Agreed. Well, <laughs> there are a few warnings that come at the end of this book after we have spent months back in <laughs> <with> Stilpa. <laughs> it is far too late. Let's, let's hear it. 
Uh, here's a here's warning number one. In some cases, you may end up with another tulpa, whether you consciously create it or not. <laughs> While this what? is rare, tulpas are also able to create other tulpas, either through pregnancy or through their own forcing. Pregnancy. <laughs> Multiply the tulpa. You, Sean. Sean, I told you. We get there. Amazing. Uh, she advises I did appreciate if they wish multiplicitopa. To do- I was just very stuck by <laughs> <Thank> the pregnancy. <laughs> Another just just drilled in like like she's driving away from the park. That bus through the glass causes an accident. I'm I'm trying to leave. Bam! Right through the glass. Uh, Emily does say if they want to do this, you should let them because uh, let's face it, they're more powerful than you at this point. You've got control of your body. What are you going to do? Uh, so Fuckmaster Skywalker can make his own fucking tulpa now. We can't stop him. He might be pregnant. <laughs> and you know what? He is pregnant. Um, let's uh, let's all baby's. let's all break uh, to give Fuckmaster Skywalker, who is dominant in our brains, uh, let's give him about twenty hours to create his own tulpa. Sure, that sounds, that sounds good. And we're back. Uh, Sean, what's your? What did he do? <clears throat> what has uh, he done? Okay, he made uh, a tulpa, and that tulpa recruited ten tulpas of their own, and each of them recruited ten tulpas of their own, and down line, down the line, and down the line, and all of that profit gets up through the line to me at the top, and so uh, I bought a boat <laughs> with to- with tulpa cash, <laughs> tulpa, tulpa cash. bucks, tulpa, tulpa bucks. coin, <laughs> tulpa coin, <laughs> tulpa coin. Uh, it's it's the new. It's the new blockchain sweeping the nation. <laughs> That's Schmitty, uh, for me. Schmitty, what did Fuckmaster Skywalker create? We hit the apex. We hit the coach. We did it. <laughs> we got the coach. <laughs> Finally, the, a Croatian. You know the That's shiny, great. the shiny Pokemon of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the coach. We got him. Uh, as for mine, uh, he just made like the cake boss, but he's called the sandwich boss, and uh, <laughs> and he's and what he does is he just makes uh, all of these these sandwich tongs, which uh, untethered from the tulpa just look like sandwiches. It's fucking crazy. But you know when it's you fun. taste them. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're wet. They're real wet. <laughs> they're real wet and dicky. <laughs> uh, and finally, our our. Our last warning here is uh, telling your family and friends. Oh, before telling anyone. Whoa. (laughs) Sean, way ahead of the book again. Before telling anyone, consider who you're talking to and view this from their perspective. To most people, tulpa creation will sound a lot like giving yourself schizophrenia or disassociative disorder. Of course, we know this is not the case, but others won't believe you, even if you tell them otherwise. Uh... For this reason, it's incredibly important that anyone you tell is open-minded and willing to actually take the time to learn about tulpas and what you've experienced. Perhaps you can do them a favor and encourage them to buy this book. <laughs> nice fucking sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> tell- Let them borrow your copy. You already fucking made a whole other being. You don't need the book anymore. Make make the next tulpa this book and you won't have to pay for it. <laughs> so you get around IP property laws. You just you just tulpa them. Tulpa yourself a laser disc of hard target and watch it anytime. That's my tulpa. 
Uh, 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 okay. She goes on to say, the truth is, people are really close-minded. People will assume you're insane, despite the fact that tulpa creation is a natural and healthy experience. These type of people may break their connection with you, resulting in lost friends or distanced family distanced family members. In some cases, they may even suggest, or worse, force you into mental treatment. Involuntary commitment to psychiatric treatment is legal in some areas of the world, meaning family can force you into seeing a psychiatrist against your will. Before you tell your family about tulpas, Look up the laws in your area regarding this. <laughs> the Topa laws. Do you have any wow. idea how easily I could defeat a psychiatrist with an invisible Scotty Pippen? <laughs> you wouldn't even stand a chance. <laughs> with a side of Kukoch? <laughs> right, forget it. Setting you up at that point. Yeah, yeah, for that conscious. fucking three-pointer? Yeah. Done. And, and Done. the author used the verb force, but for... Mm. The bad way we all understand. The bad, right. the bad like force. They can force you to go see psychiatric help, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> Once again, I'm going to assume this is autobiographical, and yeah. you uh, you told your family about your topa and got fucking committed. Yeah, she was a topa the whole time. <laughs> Sean? What? One final uh, endorsement, closing out this book, uh, from Emily Steinbach author uh, author of the Tulpa book. Uh, she says some other great Tulpa communities include huh. uh, Tulpa.info, okay. Reddit.com slash r slash Tulpa, of course. Of course. 8chan Tulpa. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> getting, getting some problematic Tulpas here. Yeah. We gave it the views to fit right in, so that's good. Getting some, some fascist yeah. Tulpas. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and of course, I highly recommend visiting my own website, topaforce.com. Oh. <laughs> uh, before you go to it, it does not exist. Uh, maybe we have to imagine yeah. it into existing? The domain is registered, uh, but may still be available. Yeah, so we, we have to tulpa this into existing. Wait a minute. No, I went to the Wayback Machine. Uh, the first post yes. uh, was, was called an introduction to topaforce.com. And it read like this. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. My name is Joe, and I'm the owner of TulpaForce.com. I've been TulpaForcing for a while now and consider myself a fairly <laughs> experienced Tulpamancer. I have two Tulpas myself. Okay. Flynn is my first and the guy I spent most of my time working with. I'm also working in the early stages with my second Tulpa, Emily. Whoa. <laughs> The Tulpa wrote this book. The Tulpa, I guess it's not yeah. impossible to get stuck, huh, Joe? That's fucking crazy. I was joking and I accidentally <laughs> predicted the twist. We've been Tulpas the whole time. Whoa! Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! The 
Supremes were city-smart kids grifting their way off the street until they were framed for a crime they didn't commit. 1-900-HOT-DOG mounted an appeal to put them back on the street, this time in business casual as a private mercenary force. Together they are Hot Dog and Supremes, starring Aaron Croston, Adrian H., Aiden Moat, Alpha Scientist Javo, Unandy, Armando Nava, with special guest star Badger as Bone, Bony Sam Sampson, Benjamin Cyrannan, Bim Talzer, Brendan Garlock, Burrito, Cyril, Chase, Clementine Danger, featuring Craig Lemoyne and Quavus as the Rappin' Quakers, Dan B, David Schull, Dean Costello, Devin the Rogue Supreme, the role of Naked President is played by Drayson. Dusty's rad title, Eric Rion is the Master Ninja. Every Zig, Fancy Shark, Gareth is the Master of Ninjas. Jellaho, Greg Cunningham, Hambone, Haraka is Ninja Master 9000. Harvey Penguini, Hot Fart, Hawk, Jaber Al Aiden. James Boyd as Corrupt Politician, James Boyd, Jeff Oreski, Jim Salter, John Dean, John McCammon, John Minkoff, Joseph Searles as himself, Josh S., Joshua Graves, Justin B. as Typhoid Urchin Number 6, Ken Paisley, K&M, Kyle Campbell as Urchin Master 9000, Lisa, M. Jahi Chappelle, featuring the musical talents of MC Mark Toronto Mac Mahoney, Matt Riley, Max Baroy, Michael Lair, with special guest star Mickey Loman as the Knife Boy, Mike Styles, Moju. The role of Mr. Bob Gray will be played tonight by Mr. T in Unoffensive Wig. ND. Neil Bailey is corpulent Louisiana con man number 17. Neil Schaefer, Neku 104, Nick Ralston, Ozzy Olin, Patrick Herbst, Rachel. Rhiannon is corpulent Louisiana con man master 9000. Sarkovsky, Sean Chase, spotty reception, supernaut. Featuring Tan Tan the murderous orangutan. Ted H. Thomas Cavazos, Timmy Leahy, Tommy G, Toasty God plays Judge Rajum McBlaster, Velo plays Dr. Blast McRajum, Booster plays Professor Stevenson, Waylon Russell, Yanis Ionitis, with special guest star Brian Saylor as the Street Pope. I'm afraid it's your word against mine, Mr. T, and who are they gonna believe, some convicted felon? or the man who blesses the rats. <laughs> Hot Dog and Supreme!